This is everyone's favorite wrestler, Rob Van Dam. You know what you're doing? You're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dino Heron, and I welcome you to episode 379 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsForce.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsForce.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsForce.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Beyond Pod, Player.fm. You know the drill. If you've listened to the show, you know. Uh, you know by now. I don't know what the technical issues is going on. Maybe my internet's just messed up. But uh, we certainly welcome you to the show. Um, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. So uh, hopefully I've gotten some of the technical issues resolved. I pray, please. Um, so no Tyler this week. Um, I was going to have an, a, a replacement, but unfortunately things happen what can you do so uh we'll uh we'll address raw we'll address smackdown we'll talk about uh nxt takeover smack uh summer slam uh some hot topics as well i'm all disheveled now because uh i was i was in a groove and then the connection went out but you know what can you do live air what you know you, you make adjustments where you can so uh, welcome back everyone who's uh rejoining us darren skip robert uh we'll address your questions uh in some of your uh comments uh during our predict, uh, predictions so uh so welcome to the show uh yeah so we'll go right back into raw uh we kicked things off unfortunately jim the anvil nyhart had passed away um so they had uh some touching moments for that ronda rousey came out made uh made a few statements saying you know we love you uh natty thinking about her uh because unfortunately she was not able to uh to compete given the the situation which is completely understandable um so that brought out Alexa Bliss and uh, Alicia Fox. Okay, thank you. Uh, so that set up a match between Bliss and Ember Moon, who was taking Natalia's place, and uh, the matchup was fine. Um, the match ends in a disqualification. Uh, Ronda Rousey got involved and basically almost tore Alicia Fox's uh, arm off once again. But uh, she was able to escape this time. Uh, they were sort of teasing the the Paul Heyman segment a little bit. But after that, we got to see Baron Corbin going up against uh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, and I got to admit, this was actually a really good showing for Tyler Breeze. He, this was probably one of his better matches that he's had uh, since he's been on the main roster. Which is sad because he's been on the main roster for, for quite some time. And, uh, you know, it, it was to make Baron Corbin look good because, you know, the size differential is about the same of Finn Balor. So uh, Baron Corbin ends up getting the victory. You know, I, I've, I found it a little odd that he got the win with the with the deep six as opposed to the end of days, but they saved that for a little bit later on. Um, and they announced that uh, Kevin Owens and Jinder Mahal would be going up against Finn Balor, but Kurt Angle came out and said, no, we're going to make this a tag match, players. Holla, holla. Um, and so... <laughs> um, so his opponent was 
or his tag partner was uh, Braun Strowman. So naturally, Braun Strowman and Finn Balor got the win. It was a fine matchup. Uh, I gotta say, the crowd was uh, was pretty exciting uh, during this show, this episode of Raw. So uh, I'm glad to see that the crowd was at least having fun. And uh, hello, Paul, and hello everyone who happens to be watching yet. I don't know what happened the last time, but uh, hopefully the uh, the technical issues have been resolved and they won't be a, a hassle anymore if if not then i'm probably going to chuck my laptop out the window and just use my wife's laptop because i use that for for my notes but you know you do what you can um we got to see seth rollins doing uh they were talking about how he is uh he got to go overseas and uh visit and basically do a press press uh trip um and then uh we got a guy named ricky roberts who looks up to Elias that's a great role model yeah um and he got destroyed by Bobby Lashley I really don't care about the Bobby I'm I'm back to the point where I don't really care about Bobby Lashley again and it's because they put him in a terrible feud this this matchup with uh, Bobby Lashley that inevitably is going to happen it's not going to end well for anyone Lashley can get the win and it'll hurt Elias Elias can get the win and it'll hurt Bobby Lashley there's not going to be a clear winner in there so I'm not really looking forward to that feud um let's see the B team we got to see the B team there was a comment I, I posted a comment on the WWE Facebook page uh, this morning or last night, uh, and I just basically said, you know, B-team, B-team, go, 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 and someone commented or responded to me saying, hey, you know, this this theme is terrible for the B-team. They need to be taken more seriously. So I kind of want to ask you guys, do you like, I mean, obviously, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel, they're supposed to be sort of campy, sort of cheesy, uh, not taken too seriously because they're getting these outlandish wins and having the outrageous victory parties afterwards. So do, do you prefer the the outlandish music? I mean, does it even really matter? Is this just me? Because you know me. I'm, I'm a music guy. Um, I like I like the current theme that they have. The one that they had before, it just didn't fit well with me. It was it was too serious. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my butt. Who cares? Uh, we got to see the B team going up against the Revival and Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. Um, it was uh, the the championship was on the line, and the B team managed to retain. Now there is some thoughts, uh, some rumors, speculation going around that maybe Matt Hardy could be setting setting in to end his career. Uh, call it a career, and, and Bray Wyatt actually sent out a tweet uh, tagging a bunch of musical bands that I guess he likes and uh, is hoping to get a new new entrance theme. Um, so maybe we'll be seeing the end of Matt Hardy pretty soon. I don't know. I mean, I know the, the crowd really wanted to see the broken character on WWE programming, but it kind of it's kind of gone about the way I was expecting. I knew that they wouldn't give him total control. They let him have his one match with Bray Wyatt at the Hardy Compound and everything, um, but that was pretty much it. He hasn't really done much since then. And you know, Tyler says frequently you've got to you've got to go on his Twitter and you've got to go on his Facebook page to see the stuff that he's really wanting to do. Um, I just don't have that kind of time. But um, anyway, so. It looks like we might be getting a repackaged Bray Wyatt, and we might be seeing the end of Matt Hardy soon. Uh, but it wasn't announced that announced that the revival will be taking on the B team at SummerSlam. 
let's see what else do we have to talk about uh, we got to see the Roman Reigns segment um, with Paul Heyman Paul Heyman sort of uh, almost inviting him like hey come on and um, you know work with me and I'll tell I'll tell you all my secrets Roman Reigns of course said no I'm not gonna do that I really I wouldn't have minded if he had done that I felt like that would have been a good move have Paul Heyman in your corner make him a full-blown heel but they're gonna do what they're gonna do what can you say um I, I don't know how I feel about the pepper spray moment that was kind of weird because I figured I don't know I'm just a stickler for certain things like he he his eyes weren't red enough he didn't have any tears or anything but you know he was oh, it hurts it hurts um then Brock Lesnar came down and and put a hurting on him um which was fine because you know they're trying to they're trying so hard to get the crowd to get behind Roman Reigns and I just I don't feel like that's happening it's just not gonna it's just not gonna work um, after that, we've got a quick match. Apollo Crews, Titus O'Neil, and Bobby Roode going up against the Authors of Pain and Mojo Rawley. Good guys win, bad guys lose. Nothing really to take away from that. Um, what else? There was the uh, Jim the Anvil Nightheart video package, which was really well done. Of course, it's WWE. That's what they're known for. Um, well, let's see. Oh, can we talk about Renee Young? I thought she did a great job. Um, yes, with three people on commentary, it does tend to cloud up a little bit. You can't get all the things that you want to say in. Um, but I personally had absolutely zero issue with her on commentary. I thought she did a fine job. I liked that she was willing to go back and forth with Corey Graves. Um, and I thought she did a good job. I hope that they use her on commentary more often in the future. Um, I don't, I don't miss Jonathan Coachman whenever he's uh, on assignment doing, doing whatever sports stuff that he's doing. So uh, I'm all for Renee Young. Let me know, let me know what you think. Uh, after that, we got to see Sasha Banks going up against Ruby Riot, and uh, Ruby Riot ends up getting the victory after a uh, a roll up. Um, it's a fine match, whatever. Uh, nothing really to take away for it. Um, they got the Intercontinental. Oh wow, I'm hard. I feel like I'm skipping a whole lot. Um, but we got the uh, the contract signing for the uh, Intercontinental Championship, and I don't mind a contract signing. I hate the fact that they're trying to say, oh, it's six days before the pay per view, and you haven't made this thing official. Like, yeah, it's it was made official. They have been announcing it there's graphics i'm pretty sure it's official um that kind of that that kind of stuff leading up to the contract signing it's just a little hokey to me um but that's just me i don't know let me know let me know what you guys think um crowd was absolutely hot for seth rollins to return and they the roof went off the building whenever dean ambrose made his return um it's good to see him back. I like the shaved head. I like the the facial hair that he's grown. Um, he's he's jacked up a little bit. I mean, if if you look at a side by side comparison, he his arms and his shoulders are just like jacked compared to what they were before. So uh, he just he took that a little seriously. Um, but as far as Raw, eh, it was pretty passable. I, I wouldn't really have anything to recommend uh, you checking out because it was just kind of. Mm. Nothing really made me go, wow. I, like, remember back in the days they had like the.
pull aparts. They had all those great segments leading up to the pay-per-view. And it, it's like, man, I've got to see that. Now it's kind of just like, eh, it's 10 bucks. Order it. You get it for free if you get it, if you get it now. Um, so it's just like, it doesn't feel like they have the same oomph behind it. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, that pretty much did it for Raw. I feel like I skipped over a lot. I don't know. Maybe I did. Um, oh, well. <laughs> like I said, there wasn't a whole lot that kept my interest in it. Uh, going over to SmackDown, we got to hear from the women of SmackDown, uh, Charlotte Flair, uh, Becky Lynch, and uh, Carmella. They had their, uh, their comments and their promos, which was fine. Um, and that led into a matchup between Charlotte Flair teaming up with Becky Lynch to go up against Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, it was a fine matchup. Uh, Becky ended up getting the victory via submission. So the winners, Charlotte and Becky. Let's go have some tea. Um, let's see what happened after that. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated the Triple Threat. And uh, this one was pretty bad. It was uh, not bad as in a bad match. It was like a bludgeoning. Uh-huh. Um, we got to see the part one of Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. And uh, this is one of the reasons why I feel like they should have held off for WrestleMania. Because they put these video packages together. And, uh, I mean, it was it was so well done. It has told the whole story. It, that was a WrestleMania feud. And uh, I was really hoping that they could have held off a little bit longer and uh, but I guess they just ran out of options, and there's still no official word if Daniel Bryan has signed a new contract. Although I think he he's probably leaning towards that he will, but what do I know? I'm just speculating. Um, going back to some of the comments, uh, Dondi, did you notice Renee didn't speak after Dean came out? I did. I didn't have a problem with that. Corey didn't say a whole lot during that segment either, um, and. You know, she probably didn't want to say anything because fans might call her out for being biased because she's married to Dean Ambrose. Uh, so that could have just been one of those, let's just let it play out and Michael Cole will take over and, uh, and you know, hey, thanks for doing your job. So uh, she did a fine job. And, and again, I, I hope that we get to see more of her. Uh, after that, we got to see the New Day going up against Sanity. Uh, in a tag match, the New Day ends up getting the victory. It was a fine matchup. Um, got got plenty of time, so uh, a, good, a good showing to go up against the Bludgeon Brothers. Then we got to see part two of Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, um, and that focused around the Talking Smack segment, which was phenomenal. Um, let's see. After that, we got to see... Oh, just lost my place. Hang on. Uh, we got to see Samoa Joe talking to Paige, and I really like the way that Samoa Joe's been booked. He's he's coming out looking like a monster. He is spectacular on the microphone. Um, I mean, you just can't say enough good things about him. His matches are just fine. I really, I'm I'm hoping that they just tell AJ and Samoa Joe, you guys got 20 minutes, go burn the house down because if they if they're allowed to. They're going to put on an amazing match. Uh, after that, we got to see Aiden English going up against Andrade Cien Almas with uh, Almas getting the victory. Uh, Lana and Rusev came out to uh, to cut a promo on uh, Andrade and uh, basically saying that they're going to they're going to win their match at at SummerSlam, which is going to be a kickoff show, by the way. Um, 
then we got to see part three, the uh, Daniel Bryan Miz story, Daniel's homecoming, uh, which is leading to the showdown. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin. Jeff Hardy got a quick match. It was fine. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura tried to attack. Jeff Hardy managed to fend him off. Then there was a weird shot of Randy Orton kind of just like hanging out by the curtain. And this is like, hey, I'm, I'm ever lurking, I guess. Um, then we got the uh, the finale with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, which uh, again Samoa Joe doing doing the letter from a from a f- member of the universe, and it turns out to be uh, AJ's wife. I thought that was a nice touch, um, but we'll see what happens uh, at SummerSlam. So uh, so that pretty much does it for Raw and SmackDown. So, I mean, you didn't miss much if you missed it. Um, but uh, but we'll talk about all the good stuff uh, in just a little bit. But right now, I kind of want to talk about uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. It's going to be taking place Saturday. I think they said it's going to be starting an hour earlier. You might want to check your uh, local listings. I don't know. It's not even going to be on TV. It's going to be on the network. But check the network and find out when it's going to be airing so you don't miss the uh, the amazing action that is on there. There's uh, five matches on the card right now. Might be changing. I don't know. You never know. Uh, let's see. It's Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane for the NXT Women's Championship. I'm not going to give predictions on on this card uh, just because I haven't been following NXT uh, a whole lot. But you know, anytime the word takeover is added to the mix, that you're going to see some great matches. They just, I don't know. They just, there's something about it. They turn it up to a whole new level and. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. So Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane, NXT Women's Championship. I'm expecting good things from both of these ladies. Uh, I'm hoping that this is gonna be a, a really standout match. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus EC3. Again, I haven't been following NXT, so I don't know a whole lot about the backstory. But uh, I'm I'll probably see. I can see EC3 getting the win. Um, Velveteen Dream is so popular that he can take a loss and it, it won't affect him much. Actually, either guy could, could lose and it should be fine. Um, but I'm going to pick EC3. But like, again, these aren't like official predictions or anything like that. Not that our predictions are ever anything official. You probably shouldn't even listen to us. Uh, no, Tyler, Meow will not win. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain. NXT Tag Team Championships on the line. Again, another match that's going to be really good to watch. Um, I feel like I get spoiled every time I, I tune in to watch the uh, the NXT TakeOvers. Um and it was funny because Michael Cole made a made a comment about uh, they set the uh, they set the no they get the crowd ready for SummerSlam and I'm like no they set the bar a little bit too high for for the main pay per view um, I mean five matches do a better job than your 11 12 matches whatever that you got scheduled for for SummerSlam. Um, so I'm expecting a really good match. Adam Cole versus Ricochet. There was rumor or there's said word that Ricochet got injured a couple of weeks ago. And so they kind of removed him from the live shows that they had been doing recently as a chance for him to, to heal up. But uh, he should do just fine. Adam Cole, baby. That's going to be a, uh, a great match. I don't care who wins. It's whoever wins that match deserves to win. Um... It's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. 
And what's even crazier than that is that's not the final match on the card. We still got Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano in a last man standing match. Um, I, I'm so bummed that Alistair Black is out with a groin injury. Um, you know, uh, I hope that he comes back better than ever. But I feel like this is a really good chance to close the chapter on Ciampa versus Gargano. This is their third match on the third pay-per-view, whatever. And every time that these two have gone out there, they have just upped the bar. And this last man standing match, I'm expecting it to be brutal. I don't expect a whole lot of like grappling or whatever type of wrestling style you're looking for. I'm expecting brutal kendo sticks, chairs, tables, ladders, all that stuff. Like, I mean, their their previous match, they tore the mat up on on the in the ring, and uh, and used that as a weapon. So, I'm expecting them to once again steal the show, put on an, an amazing match. Like, I, this is going to be the feud of the year. There's just, there's no doubt about it. Uh, as far as WWE programming, feud of the year, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano. That's, I'll fight you. I'm not a fighter. I'll fight you for that. Um, if there's if there's another, I, I feel so sad, like, because I don't have enough time to watch Ring of Honor, Impact, New Japan, Lucha Underground. So if there's another feud that I that I'm, you know, that's better than Gargano Ciampa, please let me know in the comments because. I honestly have no idea what can really top it because they, they have told this story so well over the past year, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it concludes at uh, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4 for the last man standing NXT Championship. Um, I really don't know who's going to win that match. Um, probably, if I had to pick, I'd probably say um, uh, Champa, and maybe they hold on to that for a little bit. Or maybe, uh, or maybe Gargano wins, and then Alistair Black returns and is like, "No, that title's mine. You, you know, you capitalized on, on my injury, uh, or you attacked me. You were the one." So, uh, so we'll see. But now it's time to go into our SummerSlam predictions. I don't have Tyler or anyone else here to clap along with me, so uh, feel free to clap along because we got to hear those picks. So uh, I'm not saying dicks, Tyler. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, so we have three kickoff matches on the card so far. Uh, the first one being Rusev and Lana going up against Andrade, Cien Almas, and Zelina Vega. Um, won't be surprised to see Andrade and Zelina get the win. Uh, I think I'm going to pick them to uh, officially be my pick. Um, I find it interesting that Rusev and Lana have pretty much turned face uh, from this. Um, I guess they're finally cashing in on the uh, on the popularity that is Rusev, so uh, I'm I won't be surprised to uh, to see them grow in popularity. I'm glad that Lana has finally begun to drop the accent. Uh, she started to whenever she called him out on SmackDown, and then once she came up to SummerSlam, she was like full blown American accent. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Andrade and Zelina to uh, to get the victory. Uh, next up, we have the Cruiserweight Championship on the line in the kickoff match. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Um, I haven't been following 205 either, man. I'm dropping the ball in my wrestling watching. But uh, I'm going to go. I, so I don't even know the story. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, who who has the upper hand? Um, I'd like to see Drew Gulak win just because I've met him personally. And he's, he's a really cool dude. And... Uh, 
we all met him whenever he was uh, the CZW champion, so we got to hold the belt, and he told us the backstory of the belt and everything, so that was really cool. Uh, but I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander to retain the Cruiserweight Championship, just because I don't know. I don't, I don't, I haven't followed the story, so I don't know who's going to win. Um, but I'm picking Cedric Alexander. Uh, next for the uh, the kickoff, we've got the B team going up against the Revival for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Um, they are the B team has been on a roll. Uh, it's going to be hard for someone to beat them. I don't know who it's going to be. I won't be surprised if it's the Authors of Pain. Maybe they're holding off on that. Um, the Revival would be a fine team to to take the titles from them. It's just I don't feel like they've been established well enough. I mean, as soon as they got on to the main roster, they went out with an injury, came back, had to go back off with an injury. Then they came back and kind of just fluttered in the in the background, you know, like they did their own thing. Uh, but now they're at least getting their own opportunity for the titles. I don't know who's going to win. Um, but I'm probably going to say the B team gets the victory. Excuse me, my voice is dry now. Uh, let's see. Main card, Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor. Um, I feel like you have to give it to, to Finn. I feel like he's got to get the win here um, after all the bullying or whatever. Whatever wording it is that, um, that Baron Corbin's been doing, I feel like Finn Balor's got to get the victory. You know, big guy. Big guy loses the little guy and all is right with the world. Just ask Big Cass. Uh, let's see. Charlotte versus Carmella versus Becky Lynch. SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this one can go several different directions. I can see Becky Lynch getting the victory um, by pinning Charlotte. I can see Becky Lynch getting the victory uh, by pinning Carmella. I can see Charlotte pinning Carmella after Becky Lynch should have won. So maybe uh, Becky Lynch did something to knock Carmella out and uh, Charlotte just happens to take advantage of it and that maybe is what turns Becky Lynch heel because there has been a rumor recently that that's the direction that they're going to be going, that, uh, that Becky Lynch is going to be uh, turning heel. So I feel like you would have to give her a solid enough reason, maybe have Charlotte get the victory even though it should have gone to um, to Becky, so I, I I hate this because I don't know who I would pick. I feel like I'm stalling. Um, forget it. I'm going Carmella. I feel like she's <laughs> she's gonna have somehow capitalize on it. Charlotte's gonna try and pin Carmella. Becky Lynch is gonna break it up. Charlotte and Becky are gonna feud, battle, battle, battle. Carmella's gonna sneak in a victory and uh, and get the uh, and get the win and somehow retain so that she can continue to brag. Oh, I've beat Charlotte now three times. Now I beat Becky Lynch and yada yada yada. Um, let's see, Shinsuke versus Jeff Hardy. There's been rumor that Hardy's been dealing with an injury uh, and he's got Randy Orton waiting in the wings. So I won't be surprised if Jeff Hardy does not win here. I won't be surprised if Randy Orton costs Jeff Hardy the championship. I won't be surprised if this ends in a disqualification. Um, I feel like Shinsuke hasn't really gotten a chance to shine more retaining uh, his United States Championship. Intercontinental Championship, Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre in Ziggler's corner, and uh, the returning Dean Ambrose in Rollins. And I know there's been a lot of talk, a lot of people saying, hey, we need to have Dean Ambrose turn heel. Um, and I could see that. 
Um, because he didn't say much. He did. He did do the uh, the fist, the 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 shield fist for uh, for Seth Rollins. But that could just be, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting, and I'm biding my time. Um, and I feel like it would be something they could do to hold Seth Rollins over until his next big feud. I uh, know it would also give Dean Ambrose something to do because you got to have a reason for Dean Ambrose to return, right? Um, I don't know if Dean Ambrose waits until after the match. Like, I could see maybe Seth Rollins getting the victory, getting the title, and then Dean Ambrose attacks. Or does Dean Ambrose somehow cost Zig, uh, Rollins the win to get Ziggler to retain? Um, or does he just join Ziggler and McIntyre flat out? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm seeing another Danny commenting that he's voting for Rollins. So, you know what? I'm going to say that Rollins wins. Dean Ambrose turns heel on him after the match. And, uh, and then we get a nice feud from there. Uh, let's see. Money in the Bank contract on the line. Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens. If Braun Strowman loses in any way, shape, or form, be it count out, DQ, you know the drill, then he will forfeit the Money in the Bank contract to Kevin Owens. Um, there's been a lot of rumors that Kevin Owens is going to win. There's been speculation basically saying that on uh, on certain posters for upcoming shows Kevin Owens has been featured and he's going to be facing uh, Roman Reigns so there's a lot of talk of maybe having him and that that's such a bummer for me I hope I hope that Strowman gets the victory because the dude is due he he has become one of the more popular if not one of the most popular guys on the Raw roster um he I feel like they should have cashed in months ago. Not cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase, but they should have given the green light to give Strowman the championship months ago because he was red hot going into his matchup against Brock Lesnar. And uh, Lesnar just pinned him. One, two, three. Clean win. Like, that was so disheartening. Um, and then he got Money in the Bank. We're like, okay, this is his time. He's you know he's finally going to become champion. Um I don't. I feel like the referee is going to get distracted somehow. Owens is going to try and do like the Eddie thing, where he gets a chair and like hits the ground, tosses it to Strowman, and he falls down. Oh, he hit me! And maybe that cost cost uh, Strowman the uh, the contract, um, or maybe Owens hits the referee and it's like, no, it was him. He did it. You know, I I can't hit you. Um, I don't know. This is this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me. Um, my heart is saying Strowman. I want Strowman to win. I want Strowman to be champion. But my mind is saying Owens. So I'm gonna have to go with Kevin Owens on this one. And uh, I feel like he's gonna. I feel like he's gonna cash in after the main event. And. Uh, you know what? Screw it. We'll go ahead and talk about that because we all know it's probably going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. That's what they're setting up. It's what they all want to have happen. Um, and Danny, no, Sammy, Sammy Zayn is not going to return to help. He's he is done for the year. He's not coming back until at earliest, um, I think January or February. So he's he's going to be gone for for some time. 
Um, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. There's been talks of Brock Lesnar maybe sticking around a little bit longer and working with the UFC. Um, I feel that it would be really funny for Lesnar to get the win again. Uh, just to <laughs> piss off the crowd even further, uh, because it's one of those things. It's a it's a it's a lose lose situation. If if Lesnar wins, then we've spent even more time building Roman Reigns up just to have him lose. Uh, if Roman Reigns wins, then we've built him up all this time for him to finally get the win and then have Kevin Owens cash in on him. So you've spent the past three years building up Roman Reigns. You've had so many opportunities to uh, turn him heel, to give him the championship, to do whatever it is that you wanted to do. And for whatever reason, at the last minute, each time they've decided to go a different direction. They had Rollins cash in. They had the uh, the cage at the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble event, uh, where that could have been the time where they changed it. And you could just say, well, his technically his foot hit first. You know, it's not not my fault. Um, for them to to go one more round, like they have to, they have to uh, let Roman Reigns finally get the win. I feel like it's going to be a clean win. He gets the victory, but he's so beat down from that that Owens cashes in because that would be the kind of thing that Kevin Owens does. I feel like that works best for him because uh, he's not a traditional. I'm going to stand on one side of the ring you're going to stand on the other and we're going to fight because what does he always do when the bell starts he rolls out of the ring so he's got to pick and choose his moments i feel like this would be i feel like kevin owens manages to get the money in the bank contract he manages to cash in on roman reigns um so one they finally get their happy ending roman reigns has slain the mighty beast and now we're making the crowd happy who hates reigns by giving the title to Kevin Owens. Am I am I too far-fetched? I don't know. Um, oh, Ray, don't say that. Oh, God, Kevin Owens cashes in and loses. No, uh, that would be just terrible. Um, so I'm going to pick, obviously, I'm picking Roman Reigns to win, and I'm picking Kevin Owens to win. Uh, let's see, Dan O'Brien versus The Miz, the WrestleMania match that wasn't. Uh, this should have been held off for WrestleMania, but you know what could have they what could they really have done between now and then to to hold us off for this match? So SummerSlam is pretty much their second largest show of the year, so it, it's a fine fit. Um, again, I don't know which direction they're gonna go. I, I I'm rooting for Daniel Bryan. I hope that he just puts on a clinic and taps him out in like ten minutes, you know, or however long that they're that they're given. Um, oh man! But how great would it be for for the Miz to get a victory so he can be like, "Yeah, I told you all these years. I told you." Uh, maybe Maurice causes a distraction. Uh, maybe Maurice tries to cause a distraction and Brie Bella shows up to to take out Maurice. Um, but I mean, I'll be fine either way with the, this match goes, but. I just I gotta go with Daniel Bryan. He's my boy. I can't I can't not root for him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Daniel Bryan to defeat the Miz, and this this eight year long odyssey will come to a beginning. This will be the start of a new chapter. Um, Darren Miz turns face and respects Daniel Bryan. That's that's not happening. Um, 
yeah, Ray, he's going to focus on his TV show, which I'm going to admit, I have not been a fan of the reality TV shows. The total, I had no interest in watching Total Divas. I had no interest in watching Total Bellas. I watched Ms. and Mrs., and I really like it. I have no issues watching a 30-minute show. Uh, and Ms. and Maurice, they they are very lovable. Like they, You can see the love that they have for each other. It doesn't come off as fake like overly fake and overly phony like you know you've got your scripted reality which is to be expected but they are much more tolerable than the bellas than the other people who are on those shows um i mean there's an audience for them because people are obviously tuning in to watch but i'm not one of them but as far as ms and mrs i'm 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 okay with that show and um I don't have an issue with them being renewed. They uh, they actually got the go-ahead for 14 more episodes that's going to be airing uh, next year in 2019. So congratulations to them. That's pretty uh, pretty exciting news. Um, let's see. Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. I don't know if it's Rousey's time. I mean, it would be a fine fit. She'd do, she'd do well. But it's her fourth match. I mean, how... Uh... I feel like Nia Jax has to get involved. Someone, someone has to get involved in this match. I don't. I can't see it happening. I'm gonna say there's gonna be a disqualification of some kind, and Alexa Bliss somehow manages to retain her championship. I can see it going the other way, but as far as an official prediction, I'm, I'm reluctantly saying Alexa Bliss. Um, Let's see. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I feel like they're going to put up a great fight, but I think AJ Styles is going to retain. Um, I don't know. Let's see. I Like I said, I hope they get a long time. I hope they get at least 20 to 25 minutes to put on a really good show because Samoa Joe is a beast. AJ Styles lives up to the nickname Phenomenal. Um and I feel like it's going to be a really good match. But I think AJ is going to get the victory and uh, retain his championship, which has now become the longest reigning WWE champion uh, championship reign in SmackDown history, surpassing JBL. So congrats on that one. Um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so, yeah, got to say, those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Good stuff. So it's, it's weird not having someone next to you to to do that uh and then i have to call him out for saying dicks anyways going into some hot topics uh it was announced that john cena is going to be facing kevin owens at the super showdown in australia so if you happen to be on that side of the uh of the world you could be in for a treat uh smackdown 1000 is going to be airing on october 16th they have announced that the undertaker will be there john cena will be there and many more so good stuff if you're going to be planning to watch All In, like myself, I know I will be planning to watch it. And I'm so bummed that my big screen TV went out. My big screen TV went out this past weekend, and I had to put my little, my much smaller television in my living room. And it's a noticeable difference, and it makes me so sad that I'm not going to be able to watch All In. Because, well, I mean, I'll be able to watch it, but it's just... It's not the same as the big screen. We all know that. Uh, all In is going to be available on pay-per-view for the low, low price of $39.99. And if you act now, uh, supposedly um, Ring of Honor online members get a, a discount, I think. So you might want to check in on that. Um, I forget what their 
club name is or whatever, but uh, supposedly if you have the membership for Ring of Honor, you can get the uh, all-in pay-per-view for a discount. So if you're looking to save a few bucks, might want to look into that route. Other than that, I'm going to be watching all-in on my nice TV, and uh, it should be pretty cool. So it's going to be $39.99 American. Um, feel free to use your exchange rate to... Um, make the adjustments. Dave Meltzer got in a little bit of hot water this past weekend. Uh, had to issue an apology after making comments about Peyton Royce about her appearance uh, between her NXT, her time in NXT and her WWE call-up. Uh, basically saying she looked lighter, she looked more attractive then. I'm like, dude, don't be a dick. Come on. Um, and she called. She even called him out. And you gotta, I applaud her for doing that. She's like, you know, that comments like you made is what causes little girls to start becoming anorexic, to, be, to start having eating disorders. Like that kind of stuff is intolerable. It's it's unsensitive. It's just it's messed up. So he ended up issuing like a 36 minute apology. Um, I haven't listened to it because there's 36 minutes of my life that I could do other things than listen to Dave Meltzer. Um, <laughs> so just the moral of the story don't be a dick be nice to people just just show love um former ecw wrestler justin credible was arrested tuesday for violating a protective order and is currently in jail on a seventy five hundred dollar bond so that kind of sucks uh, i actually saw a news article not pertaining to wrestling this is completely different that uh there was a father who beat a man to death because he tried to get into the women's stall where his daughter was and all of the comments in the and the thing was like he got arrested because he literally killed a man um and everyone was saying you know what's what's his bond i'll happily contribute money to that and what's uh who's his attorney we'll pay money to get the best so uh it's just that's the world's gone crazy uh, in injury news, Sin Cara recently had knee surgery. We certainly hope him a, 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 a speedy recovery. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually kind of looking forward to WWE 2K19. It's going to be the first two, uh, WWE game that I've gotten in like four years, maybe three, four years. Um, I'm getting the Ric Flair bundle, the Woo edition. That's going to come with the uh, special pop vinyl, the hall of fame ring and all that good stuff uh and then now i'm really excited because wwe 2k19 announced this week that they're going to be featuring the return of showcase mode featuring daniel bryan including and this might be a little bit of overkill 11 different playable versions of daniel bryan so you can have more than a third of a royal rumble with nothing but daniel bryan uh it's a that's a little much like I keep saying that they should just have, you know, alternate attire Daniel Bryan or alternate attire characters. Why do we need six Undertakers? Just have one slot for the Undertaker with the six versions included in it. I feel like that would be uh, a, a lot less stressful on the game makers. But hey, I don't work there, so that's that's not my news. Um, that's pretty much all I've got for this week. Um, Tyler will be back maybe next week maybe the week following i told him you know the podcast should be the furthest thing from your mind because uh his wife's going to be having uh their first baby 
tomorrow, or they're going to be inducing tomorrow. Um, so it could be born tomorrow or Saturday. So uh, keep them in your prayers that they have a, a lovely, healthy baby. Uh, his wife texted me, said the baby is already 10 pounds, 3 ounces. That is a big baby. So uh, please pray for his wife because that's going to be a uh, not-so-pleasant journey uh, as far as giving childbirth. Um, and, you know, I, I told him, I told Tyler um, that... You know, take your time, get your sleep routine, take care of the baby, and then you can come back whenever you're ready. So don't don't feel like you have to rush back. Um, he saw the all the comments that you guys posted on uh, on the Facebook page about his father passing, and I know uh, all of the well wishes and thoughts and prayers were certainly appreciated. So um, you know, keep those going, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, I, I know I probably rambled a few times here and there. It's always weird doing uh, doing a, a one man show, but I'm glad that at least this time I had uh, had some comments to look at. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I didn't do too bad of a job. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And uh, like I said, uh, I did get a uh, a new job. I got offered a, a new job. So uh, um, hopefully it doesn't affect the podcast too much. The shift is 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. So I'll be uh, adjusting my sleep schedule accordingly, and we'll have to make. Uh, um, we'll probably do the show around this time each week, as opposed to later in the evening. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'll keep you guys uh, uh, updated on that. That's one of the good things that I do like about the show is that we we do try to be open and honest with you guys. Um, and not keep you guys in the dark unless we have some kind of cool surprises, you know, um, like the, uh, like anytime we did interviews or if we went backstage or something, you know, we want to keep certain, there's certain things you want to keep under wraps and, uh, certain things we like to share with you guys. But, uh, I appreciate you guys sticking with me this afternoon. Hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to leave it on our podcast page, WNS podcast, our, uh, YouTube channel, WNS video. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. That's a cool way to reach out to me. Um, other than that, you can find us on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, all those other podcasts. Basically, just search Wrestling News Source Podcast and you'll find somewhere to, to listen to us, uh, whether it be an app you need to download or just you can listen online. So it's really cool stuff. Uh, if you want to follow Tyler, unfortunately, he's not here this week. He's getting ready to become Papa A-Bear. He's going to be a dad. That's scary. What a crazy journey this show has gone on from uh, originally starting as single dudes, now both married, and now one's expecting uh, their first child. So, uh, again, thank you so much for, uh, for tuning in. And uh, for the podcast crew, I'm Dan O'Haran, and hope you all have a great uh, weekend. Take it easy as I end the show.